became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 103 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is season 5, episode 15, Life is Short. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 15, Life is Short. Dom? Fucking hell, what's that up there? Is that a Kestrel? Is that a a, up there? I think that's a fucking kestrel, mate. <laughs> Look at the fucking size of him. Give it a fag. You want a fag? <laughs> how are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, how are you? Very good. It's been such a long time mm. since we have been here in what you would call Poddington. Poddington, yeah. Love it. In fact, since we've been here podcasting we in fact went to liverpool and met the how should i say the fucking protagonist of one tree hill in person handshakes twice found out actually he was ill after that comic-con um so hopefully you know that wasn't transmitted by us or to us how's your health been uh i've been okay Maybe he um, caught something from all the people in Wilmington and then brought that to Liverpool. Because he was there you imagine? and then immediately in Liverpool, wasn't he? Right, and Crystal, who's going to come on later uh, on the podcast, on this episode, was there in Wilmington. So maybe Crystal got a cold, she gave it to Chad, and then Chad tried to give it to us. But guess what, Chad? We've got antibodies, motherfucker. Vitamin C. We've got Kestrel talking. Yeah, I've got a fucking Kestrel. Like, look at the fucking size of that, chat. <laughs> it's a fucking Kestrel. You can't get us with your cold. And then I see on his Instagram, he's in London, he's in Winter Wonderland, he's in Paris, he's living his best life. He's here without his family. He had a special, no, he was there. special friend family. waiting in a queue for him. What? Oh, wow, well, he was there with his wife and kids. Oh, were they there? Were they? They're in like a green room. Well, I don't know if they were there. They're probably just at the hotel. Hotel, hotel motel, holiday in. So, we met him. He was lovely. That episode's out. I say episode. It's three minutes, and a minute and a half of that is me introducing it. But did you listen to it back? Uh, when you sent it to me, I did. You sent it to me and I listened to it. No, but I mean, did you listen to it in my intro? We didn't even listen to it. Oh, it's no. only three minutes. It's is it three minutes. It's on Patreon though, isn't it? No, it's out in the world, baby. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened. It doesn't give a fuck. I haven't listened to anything that isn't on Spotify for ages. So I don't listen to our podcast on Spotify. I listen to it on Apple so that we get the numbers. 
but I haven't listened to anything on Apple lately. So, yeah. Okay. I'll listen to it tomorrow. All right. I'll listen All to right. it tomorrow. Listen to it three times, I only mean, nine minutes. To be fair, I was there, so... He's a lovely wow. guy, really nice man. Seemed to have quite a lot of time for uh, all his fans. I was surprised, so surprised by the amount of people in that queue. And the fact that and we... And he just we, kept growing. Yeah, the fact we went away thinking, these fuckers will be gone soon and then we can have our moment. And the queue was longer. <laughs> yeah, well, he's done a lot. He's been in, you know, a lot of things. They were, I will there. Say, they were One Tree Hill people there. They weren't f- there for anything else. Do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole queue is One Tree Hill people. Dedicated fan base, as we know. Dare I say we're at the forefront? Dare I say if there's like an army like in the 300, Leonidas and all of that, that we are like leading the pack. I have a shield. Dom, in fact, I'm using you as my shield. You are my shield. And I'm at the front saying this is... Tree Hill! <laughs> Why can't I have a shield and a spear and, and just be on your side? Why do I have to be the fodder? <laughs> you are the shield and Magnus the spear. It's... <laughs> That's the way oh, I look dear. at it. But the, he, he, in real life, he is a very good looking person, right? Mm. But in real life, even more... Don't yawn. Don't so, yawn when I talk about Chad. I don't care if they didn't know if you were yawning because it's audio-based. I saw it. Disrespectful bitch. <laughs> you. My eyes twitching. Fuck. Your eyes twitching because you met Chad. That was You were so nervous. And, it's and now it hasn't the stopped. It's the memories of it all. It's like three weeks ago and my eyes still twitching. Is that all? No, it's longer than that. It's got to be. Is it only three weeks ago? Uh, I think it was, yeah, three. Oh my God, it feels like years ago. I think it was three weeks ago. That was quite a good drive though, wasn't it? That was good fun. Dom drove. If people haven't seen it already, ravenshoops.net for the exclusive hour and ten minute fucking documentary. (laughs) It's like Spike Lee might as well have directed that shit. It was good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It wasn't just recorded on on my phone while you were driving to Liverpool and barely, not even edited. But there's an hour and ten minutes that documents our journey there and some of our journey back. We talk about <laughs> predictions. We talk about Eddie Stobart trucks. We talk about... You watched it back, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it, So yeah. you wouldn't listen to a three-minute interview with the reason we went there, but you'd watch an hour and ten minutes of us fucking driving on a motorway. <laughs> That was the fun bit for me. <laughs> did you did you enjoy how did you enjoy the Liverpool meeting Chad in comparison to Sheffield meeting Craig? Um Liverpool was insanely busy. Like like the 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 Comic Con was just insanely busy. And I mean like we're in the thousands of people there. And they're mm. everywhere, and it's almost impossible to get around. And it was horrendous. Um, I I enjoyed the time in Sheffield because we had like solo time with Craig, but it was nice it was to like meet. a proper proper interview. Yeah. Like it was like we met when we met Craig, 
and had the conversation before about oh this we gave him the hoodie and oh this is the uh, the uh deb's den thing and blah 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 it was that was like what we had with chad but we just quickly asked him a question and recorded it but it's like we had that with craig and then we went and had a separate like eight it was like eight minutes i think like eight minute conversation in a room just you me and him and theo uh working the camera Mm -hmm. it felt like and like interviewing someone over zoom is a skill that i think we've that we do very well together if i do say so myself like when we have our guests on but doing it in person was like that feels like the most professional thing we've done you know or the most nerve-wracking thing like that was like a real set up sit down interview you know i know it's small potatoes i know i'm not set it's not like with the david letterman or graham norton or jonathan ross or anything but you like when you see i don't know you know what i'm saying right yeah i mean did you were you as nervous meeting craig as you were meeting chad no you're more nervous meeting chad oh god i think that's the most nervous i've ever been meeting anybody because you were nervous meeting Craig, but yes, like so from a, a my perspective, you were incredibly nervous meeting Chad. I mean, yeah, just, my just, hands were sweating. Oh my god, that wasn't sweat; that was a full-on fucking flow of river water <laughs> coming from you somehow. Yeah, terrifying. Oh, my eyes started twitching. My hands were sweating. I had to just ask you to stop talking at one point to yeah. me because I couldn't take any more information. And, and there was a point where I was joking as well, saying I was going to say something stupid, and you were like, "Don't, don't, don't! Just don't talk to me. I can't handle it. Please don't. Just, just, shut, just give me a minute. I just need a minute before we get there." I was like, "What's that minute going to afford you?" <laughs> just, I just need a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Were, were you nervous meeting Craig or Chad? No, Either of them? Not really. Not even not even Chad. Like, he actually is... I mean, I don't know whether... I don't know what distinguishes A-list. If you say A-list is like Leonardo DiCaprio and, you know, uh, Julia Roberts and Denzel and, you know, people like this, then he's definitely B-list. Like, as in his... He's famous. Like he'd be recognised in the street. People would ask him for selfies, things like that. But yeah. I mean, he's also he's he's not like, you know, I Al think Pacino. He's, he's like more TV famous, isn't he? The movie famous. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like I think is a good way to categorise it rather than A and B. But yeah. yes, you're yeah. right. People would stop, and he's like a he's a big deal to some people. It, it just like for me, it's like okay, this is a, a good experience and a good opportunity to meet people in this show that we're watching. But that's about us. Like, I kept trying to say it to you, but you were like, shut up, don't talk to me. Oh, my eyes twitching. My hands are, my hands are water. Um, at, at the end of the day, he's just a person. He's just a human yes. being sitting yes. in a chair and he's either going to be uh, nice or a dickhead. And luckily enough, both of them were lovely. They really were. I'm mm. wondering if we're going to meet a One Tree Hill douchebag. Like, as in, I don't I don't think we are. I, I really don't, I don't think, think any of are. them are, are they? I think they're all just no. going to be nice people. And that's great. Because it, it does help. Like, when I... Maybe skills. You know, they say, 
<laughs> you know they say don't meet your heroes because you always be disappointed yeah. well it wasn't i came away from it or we came away from it like yes he is a really nice guy and it was and you could see him being so kind to everybody and i could see people were coming away like walking past us while we were still in the line like some of them were like breathless of like how nice he had been and just like oh my god you know and he's giving that to people and mm. he doesn't need to like do that like some people just like click 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 and move on and so when i watched the episode when i was re-watching the episode tonight for what we are going to talk about and i saw him it was like ah yes like I, it's like validating that yes i, I i'm enjoy i can enjoy being a fan of you because you are a nice good person strangely that didn't happen for me like when I when we'd met Keith, Keith had already died in the TV show, so um, it was it was nice it's nice to see him when he sort of reappears and go oh, living. We've, we've oh, met him, right. you know. Oh, no, no, I mean like in the TV shows, like how oh, we've met him. That's great. Um, but when I watched this episode and Lucas was in it, I sort I just reverted back to my feelings for Lucas. Um, right, he's like did he kind of forgot did you forget that you it didn't impact that you'd met him a few weeks ago it's not going to change what i think about the character i mean no. the, the, it, it changes well, meeting him changes what i thought about him because my um i guess my preconceptions were that he was a bit of a bit of a knob and i think that's because people had said all the sophia stuff and all of that and so you just you kind of build up a picture that he's just a bit of a twat um Actually, he was, he was quite, quite charming. <laughs> Very, and he looked like Prince Charming with his hair, his long hair. You, you were marvelled by the fact his hair didn't move. It didn't. It wasn't not a strand out of place, was it? It was just spot on. He's got his boots on. He did. What guy? What guy? So, so we had that. What we've also had is a couple new. Ravens. Ooh. We've had a couple new Ravens and a couple or one upgrade. And you know, around here, we take note of upgrades. <laughs> we pay attention. Well, and actually, just before we say that, we've also had a couple downgrades, but because we forced them to downgrade because we got rid of Ultimate Raven. That is no longer an option that was exclusive for a certain period and now almost all of those have been recorded Mm -hmm. and being released currently released on patreon and maybe one day if dom has time maybe i haven't spoken to him about this maybe we might open a window up to do ultimate raven again or no he's looking at me like he will never ultimate raven again no he might yeah he's considering it in the new year when when we found out when i've kind of settled into the new year i let's say we'll rediscuss it in february okay but we we could maybe do something like it's ultimate raven but we'll only take you only take two people it's the first two that can get it when we announce it or something we can have something where it's like limiting you so it's not like crazy amounts but those are out so on patreon there's uh you doing let me see if i can remember because i i put i wouldn't i'm not gonna say i edited them i put the intro and outro on and tried to make the 
uh, audio sound a bit better. I have to apologize to Dom publicly. So I was meant to record Dom's set, uh, podcast episodes with Ed Harrison and Chuck. And I was meant to do it on my Zoom and I fell asleep on the sofa. So Dom couldn't get into Zoom because I was sleeping. And so you recorded it on WebEx, right? But the audio wasn't as clear as it normally is. And that is totally my fault, not his fault. The audio is still very listenable. It's completely fine. It's just it's not as crisp as it normally would be. But... It's still wonderful content. Dom, you did The Boys. Let me see if I remember. You did The Boys with Ed, mm-hmm. seasons one to three. You did Succession with Harrison, seasons one to three. And you did Strangers with Candy. Yep. Or Candy with Strangers. Strangers with Candy with Chuck, seasons one to three. All three episodes are out on Patreon. They're being released on the general Ravens channel like a week apart over the next couple of weeks. How was that experience for you, Dom? It was good. It was a bit of a, a bit of a shaky start. So, I, you know, I did have to apologize to, uh, to My Chuck. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. It's okay. These things happen and you need your sleep. Um, <laughs> so we managed to, I managed to send out uh, the link to, to everybody joining um, and sort of delayed them a little bit. So try to keep it. So they'd still got, you know, roughly an hour. Um, even if we were just chatting nonsense before we started recording, you know, make sure they get a decent amount of time. And it was really good. It was good to it was good to watch these three very different programs, uh, different shows, and get to talk to people that, that love them, you know. Um, and people can hear what I thought of the shows and, and my kind of opinions on them if, if they listen to those episodes. So if, if you're interested in those shows or you've watched them before or you know you think you've heard something about it then give it a listen and then yeah um ed harrison and chuck were were fantastic yeah great great guests great co-hosts i guess on, on those episodes and yeah they, they all did a good job and they they did themselves a a justice you know picking those seasons chuck chuck knows that his one was the most outrageous he knows he knows uh, we talked we talked about it and he did it on purpose he he thought no one he, he actually said to me no one's picked one that's quite you know like no one's picked like a weird one like a difficult one for you to watch so so he did it so <laughs> and that was kind of why he picked strangers with candy so yeah give it give it a listen if you've never heard of it i'd never heard of it i've now watched three seasons of it um so yeah give it a go well i listened to so i've never seen any of those shows but i listened to i've listened to about half of you and ed doing on the boys uh and it's great i mean i could just listen i don't even need to have watched the show i just enjoy listening to you guys talk so i think (laughs) i'll just listen to all three of these episodes without uh watching the shows because it's nice for me to listen to something to our podcast as a fan and have not already heard the conversation of being part of it. So I think that those three episodes plus the episode you did with Chuck were on the night I I couldn't make it last minute. I think they're the only four episodes that I'm not on, Mm -hmm. um, on the channel, but it's nice. Like I like, it's it's cool for me. I get to like, (laughs) oh yeah, I've got a Ravens episode to listen to. 
It's dope. Wait, when's the Buffy uh, one happening? Because I've never watched Buffy, so I might watch it along and then Ooh. listen to your podcast just as a fan. Um, uh, um, we actually talked about that the other day, uh, me and my girlfriend. Um, we talked about what we're going to do, what the setup's going to be. And we, we can't quite agree whether we do it episode by episode because there's a lot. There was a mm. lot and it would take us years. That's a big, big commitment. Or if we do it a season at a time, like one episode a season. We'll do or, one episode every half season. Yeah, or split it. So we're, we're kind of in nego- the negotiation phase right now. Okay. The contracts are being sent. Oh, is there going to be Manscaped commercials? Is that what's happening? I hope work so. out them. <laughs> what Just a like, time. I think. Let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think that was like this time last year because I remember distinctly you having to say from the script that they sent us, ho, 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 gentlemen, this <laughs> <Yeah>. Christmas. <laughs> you know, your baubles and all that stuff. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Get the chestnuts going on an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. And then Tom kind of dropped us, hasn't he? Yeah. So we are actually currently available for sponsorship. If anybody's interested. Like if, I don't know, you know, Texas Lauren, if you want us to like shout out your football team or something, your soccer team, you know, we'll, we're, we're open for sponsorship for you guys. If you're already at a Hall of Fame level, we will do commercials for you. But do you know what? That, do you know what we should let them do is they record their commercial and we'll Ooh. play it. Yes, so then we they... can listen to it together for the first time on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yes. yeah. So if they want to like advertise something they're doing, or they want to sell some shit, or you know, you know, they just want a a ten second segment. I yes. reckon we let them. Have, I reckon we let like, them do it. Yeah, but like listen, the listener input. You got to be Hall of Famer though. Oh, you have to. You got to be a Hall of Famer. You have to. <laughs> Implied. <laughs> JV. <laughs> Trying to sneak in. <laughs> there are. Calm I'm, down. <laughs> I'm tempted to rename Hall of Fame to the Kestrels because that's a fucking Kestrel up there. I'm <laughs> a fucking Kestrel. Got a fag. Got a fag. Got a fag with a Kestrel. <laughs> Oh, dude. I don't. For people that don't know, this is just like uh, well, it's kind of like a West Ham East End kind of. All right, mate. Just this is just like a British Cockney London kind of thing. Just where Magdalena lives, everyone will talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> Except her. Yeah, look, there's a and I'm sure everyone knows that Kestrel is is a bird of prey. But we go, ah, fucking Kestrel. Look at the fucking size of that, mate. Fucking okay, that fucking he's fucking huge. Fucking giant kestrel, basically an eagle. Look at his talons. Look at him. <laughs> Filthy claws. <laughs> Reminds me of my ex-missus, you know what I mean? She had her claws in me, I tell you what. I tell you what. I told her and she told me where the fucking door was, you know what I mean? So, we have a few new ravens, or kestrels. Um, and people, people, you join... As a raven, okay? I get the notification. Excellent. Thank you. Appreciate it. I then race, run to my computer. I'll put down whatever I'm doing. I could be feeding my son at the time. I put him down 
and I just run to my computer because this is what is important. And I send you a personal message and I say, hey, thank you so much for signing up. We really appreciate your support. Hope you enjoy the additional content, blah, blah, blah. You know, obviously, that's in, the blah bars are important, but you know, personalize, personalize. Mm. How are you enjoying things? Blah, blah, blah. No one responds anymore. Huh. Like, I used to write that, and people would be like, Oh, hi, yeah, love the podcast. Oh, yeah, love this. Oh, love that. Oh, Dom's so funny. Karen, yeah, 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 it's a whole thing. <laughs> now, nothing. I don't even get a response. I mean, what's going on? Are the messages not sending? Are they going into your spam? Do you just not give a fuck? Did you actually just want to see the one hour and ten minute road trip on the way to Liverpool? Because obviously that's what Dom's interested in. But <laughs> I don't know. But feel free to message us. Like We're here to interact. Yeah. Ravensoups.net Get on there. So... <laughs> Coming in at junior varsity. Look, you're out there in the weeds, but now you've stepped up to the Bush League. There's places to go. There's things to see, but you're you're in the game. You worked your way in. It's Nadine. Big time. This is big time. This is news because Nadine, we've been focused on training for some time. We've been trying to get you up there boost you up you know work on that power get those free throws fucking nailed so that you can smash it and you know what Nadine you've made it you did it you got to JV and you know why you got to JV you know how you got to JV because you just became a fucking raven (laughs) you don't get that on Total Bay I'd say (laughs) We don't get total betting on total betting. Well, that's a total fucking kestrel, that is. <laughs> and then we've got an upgrade. We've got Ooh. someone that said, you know what? Fuck it. JV is not my style. It's not my pace. I'm ready for something bigger. I'm ready to make my left eye twitch. I'm ready to sweat from the palms. I'm ready to speak to Chad. I'm ready to queue up in Liverpool and be like, what the fuck is up? I'm here. I see Stranger Things. I see Cobra Kai. I'm not here for any of them. I'm here for Chad. Free named Michael Murray. Money. Telling exclusive stories about signing titties in bars. That's what I'm here for. Like of all the stories, that's the story he chose to tell us. Because we're a couple of lads, a couple of gazers, casual on my back. <laughs> Saw us and thought, you know what? They want a titty signing story. <laughs> These guys. Titties and tattoos, that's what we should call it. <laughs> and then I... Uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> He's broken. <laughs> Going from junior varsity to varsity. Lisa. Lisa, you're one step closer to sweat towels. You're (laughs) fucking smashing it. JV didn't deserve you because you are an absolute legend. And you're so close, so close to Hall of Fame. But I know that varsity is going to be better for having you on the team. Do you know why, Lisa? Because you just became a better Raven. <laughs> it's my it's my favourite when people become better Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We still we got a couple more, baby. It's been a minute. Oh, it's gosh. been a minute. <laughs> it takes it out of Dom. Yeah, it takes it out it's of stressful. Him. I'm just glad. I'm actually glad there's no one else here. Because doing it in front of you is fine, but when there's a third, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> well, what about if I told you someone just decided I'm going straight in? I don't need JV. It's like Lucas. He went straight in at Varsity. And it was a big deal. He got thrown into a muddy swamp water. He got verbally abused, physically abused, generally abused. That's well, not happening to this person. But all the things. Yeah, they all happen to Lucas. But this isn't going to happen to this person. Because this person, they basically moonwalked into Varsity. Like, pardon my back. Here it is, moonwalking up into your business, onto the core. Smooth. Criminal. It's Brandy. Straight in. At all of fame. Is that what you're no, telling me? No, varsity. I told you it's varsity. Are you sure? Oh, all of fame. Yeah. Because, Brandy, there's a space on the wall. <laughs> I, I see Scott 3. I see Scott 23 and there's a gap in between. Brandy, we need that filled. Brandy, I've got good feelings about you in the Varsities League. <laughs> this competition. In Varsity, absolutely smashing it and getting your jersey on that wall because, Brandy, you just became a raven. I like how now inducting people, you're also trying to make them into Hall of Famers telling them where they can be there is no limit to their potential Simon you're just you're showing them a pathway whether they decide to walk down it or not is up to them I can only open the door yeah, yeah? they've got to walk through it and place yeah. more money <laughs> all you need to do is open up your wallet or purse or Apple Pay or however you pay for these things and just pledge more we're out here going to Liverpool to find out about Chad signing titties, and we that doesn't fuel's not cheap. I'm not getting mileage. <laughs> Wear and tear. I don't get that. We risked our life in a McDonald's on the way back with some Charlton athletic fans. <laughs> we did, yeah. I forgot about them. There's a whole fucking coach of them. A whole fucking coach of fucking Kestrels, that was. <laughs> so true. That's like, that's like a great insult. Instead of, Dom likes to use the C word, not on the podcast, Sorry. but he'll, he'll throw it around. But calling someone a Kestrel is quite fun, isn't it? Uh, hey, fuck you, you fucking Kestrel. <laughs> I thought Pigeon was bad enough. <laughs> well. But Dom, what if I told you we had one more? You wouldn't believe me, would you? I'd say you're probably lying. Well, I'm not. Oh. Polygraph me up and I pass it with flying colours. That dial thing would be straight as an arrow. And this person was straight as an arrow all the way through JV, left in the dust. Straight through to varsity. Hear me correctly this time. Varsity. (laughs) (sighs) 
It's Meg. <laughs> Don't face. I Meg, listen. Come closer. If you've got AirPods in, poke them in a bit harder because I've got to tell you something. JV wasn't right for you. It wasn't Never. right. It Never. wasn't the place for you to be. Do you know why? Because it was too easy. And you made that shit look fucking easy, Meg. You're right. Keep coming closer. I don't think you're closer. If you're in your car, pull over, stick yeah. your head to the radio. I want you <laughs> to hear this because you're in varsity now and it's important that you know that you just became a raven. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. This is my favourite thing. This is my favourite thing. We're 35. <laughs> Should we just do that for another hour? Can we just, just do this for a living? Just yeah. make people ravens? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. I mean, we're trying, aren't we? We're trying. <laughs> we're it's funny. The I watched, uh, so I watched the episode that we're supposed to talk about at some point. Um, yeah earlier and i always watch our watch along video now because i get to see you while i'm doing it to get your reactions and things and um god i had no energy like because we talked for a minute afterwards and i was like jesus i was like half dead yeah it was a tough one i I think like i'm really tired today and i've got an early start tomorrow as well so we need to be like, hi, everyone, episode on, and then maybe I'll talk to you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember you were you were like, you were basically asleep in the chair. Yeah, it's difficult. But, you know, having this little gap, like I'm tired now, but I'm having such a fun time. And I, I think, I mean, I don't listen to the episodes back. I know you don't either, but it's... um. Like we must have off episodes, like ones where the energy is not as good. And I just want people to know that that's never through lack of passion or lack of, you know, love for doing the podcast or love of each other. It's just sometimes we're just like exhausted. And mm. in a in a ideal world, we would just do the podcast when we're not tired and have loads of energy and spare time and things but the reality is that's just not life is it it's just like we're always things always come up and we want to get things out on a schedule so it's regular um but we always try but having this little break i think has been helpful so i know sometimes it's like it can make the podcast a bit slower um but i think it's valuable to make keeping our energy up we got we got to keep it fresh between us as well like I mean, um, talking about One Tree Hill, where the storyline isn't really progressing that quickly, mm. um, like week in, week in, week out, can be quite challenging. So having the, the, the gaps and the break is, is really good. And I, I think our, our one in three, our one in four, sorry, gap that we're, we're doing or going to be doing. So if anyone's forgotten or not quite aware, every fourth podcast we're going to do something different the schedule over christmas might be a bit mixed because you know we've got stuff that we want to do and talk about but we basically plan till march 
Yeah. Didn't we? Um, whilst I was driving to Liverpool and you were narrating um, the journey and we just dis- we discussed things that we wanted to talk about, what we wanted to podcast. You know, we've got Christmas films coming up. We've got, you know, A Few Good Men, the yes. Batman Batman films. Yes. Plus, obviously, more One Tree Hill and a few other projects yes. as well that, that we want to get stuck into. So we're both really excited with our plan and we hope that the... The, the the three on and one off for One Tree Hill keeps people, you know, just as energised as we will be about it as well. Yeah, well put. And, you know, it's also, it's been a year, because we did this last Christmas, since we made the change of being, from being the Ravens One Tree Hill podcast to being the Ravens movie and TV podcast. And I'm super proud of our feed and how much variety there is on there. Like, I know, I and mean, selfishly, I'd like to think we kind of make it for ourselves, Like right? Like, we make a podcast that we would enjoy listening to and hope that other people enjoy listening to it too, you know? And if it connects to other people, then that's fantastic. It's what, that's what we're doing it for. But it's like, if I was to find our podcast feed and flick through and be like, One Tree Hill boy meets world free ninjas mighty duck like i would just lose my mind (laughs) it has everything i don't know a lot of it is me forcing you to watch the things that i love but (laughs) it's um like i think we've done well to add a lot of variety i mean would it would it blow your mind to know that on our uh main what would you call it our channel our podcast channel not our patreon our podcast channel we have published 203 episodes of podcast episodes that's big isn't it so like in addition to the 103 so this is the 103rd episode of one tree hill Mm -hmm. so there's 102 out there and then like an additional 100 episodes of just other content other stuff mighty 90s there's like i think there's like over 30 mighty 90s movies that you and i done and then we've done all and we've done all the interviews and things mm. and you know like uh kate from free ninjas and my uh matt doherty and brandon baker and who else did we have marcus toji rudy lewis that was a good one mm. uh that, I, I'm, I'm sure that was our longest ever episode cool run-ins just under four hours i think yeah <laughs> We and we didn't even tu- we didn't turn the camera on, so it was like a phone call. Yeah, and and it, we literally, literally like play by play of the film, wasn't it? Literally every scene we went through. What were we <laughs> thinking? <laughs> was it me? Wasn't it? I was just like, I said, we'll go through the film. I mean, I he, like he didn't go. This is taking too long. See you later. He loved it. He stayed COVID. with us the whole time. He was great, and um, we and we impromptu. If no one's listened to that Cool Runnings episode, I mean, I don't know how the quality audio quality of it would sound now. Um, but I, yeah, I think the content would still be good. But we, there's the famous scene in it where his character Junior Bevel is looking in the mirror and trying to hype himself up, right? And uh, uh, say it again. I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother that won't take no crap out of nobody once again. And it like repeats, like hyping himself up. And I started saying it. And then I threw it to you, Dom. And I was like, Dom. 
and then you did it. I see pride, I see power. And then we threw it to him and we were like, I was like, rule. And just called it out and he did it with <laughs> us. Like did the actual scene with us. It was That's like maybe my highlight moment of everything we've done. What a moment. What a great moment. I loved it. Uh, like I've, I've loved all of those. They've all been like really fun just just really fun um to talk to i I think the best like he he was the best one as well as brown and baker brown and baker was was really really good Mm. really enjoyable for sure definitely we need to do some more of those oh uh big bang mike who's cold in the new he was really good oh the peter hook peter pan guy that you got he was really good i've forgotten his name Uh, thomas tulick yes he was really good. Obviously, Kate Sargent from Three Ninjas, that's probably, that is actually probably the best one. Like, just for, I don't know. They're, they're all really good. People check them out. But with that being said, we've got a motherfucking legend coming in. A legend entering into the building. Joining. Joining. Afar connecting what if i said that her audio had connected what if i said i can see her face now what <laughs> if i said it's not a kestrel it's crystal hi can you hear me hi yes. crystal welcome thank you crystal i've missed you have you missed us absolutely 100 percent. we have so much to talk to you about I can see Dom wants to say something, Dom. I Crystal has just been amazing. Like the last couple of weeks, Crystal has just has been so open to moving her recording to either different episodes or to a different week and, and jump in and going with the flow because she is an absolute superstar. So yeah, we, we owe Crystal a massive thank you uh, and so much gratitude. So thank you so much, Crystal. Yeah, no problem. I'm pretty flexible. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy there you go <laughs> crystal you're the most chilled person ever i love it well we we have to ask you immediately straight off the bat how was the convention oh, it was amazing it honestly was like best trips i've ever taken like like i think what did it for me was that game it's like watching a one tree Hill episode come to life like right in front of my eyes you know it was crazy. That was like the best part ever. And, and I mean, so, and that that like went viral, like all the clips. Like you, you must, you saw some of it, Dom, didn't you? I think so many people sent me <laughs> stuff <laughs> from it, like you, things that I can see and obviously know. They sent me it, and then on reels on Instagram, the the scene, the 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 kind of moment that Chad James and um, Barry, um, Barry, all together keeps coming up, and I keep having to like flick away from it quickly so it doesn't get in the algorithm and start showing me other stuff. Yeah, so I'm like no, don't show me this. I don't want to see anything else. So, but yeah, so many people showed me like loads of stuff and sent me sent me little clips and videos. Magdalena was what definitely one of those people. She sent me stuff and was like, "Look, look how wonderful it is." Um, oh yeah, it's great. She is. But, she is psychotic. she does need help (laughs) (laughs) but crystal so that game looks so dope so dope but did they did they play like a full-length basketball game as well then 
I think like every, um, I think they call them the periods, quarters. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not too good on the lingo, but um, yeah, I think like the each quarter was like three three minutes. So it was not a full game at all. But they kind of, they made it seem like like it was. But but no, it was it was really nice for twelve minutes. That's cool. That's cool. And like to have all the fanfare and the jerseys, like I, so jealous, so jealous. And like Don was saying, so many people were sending me pictures and videos and messages. And I almost wanted to be like, please stop. Like you're hurting my soul. Like I want to be there. Like stop, please. But I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It looks so great. And so then you also, what was a, such a cool moment was the pictures I saw of you, uh, Kara and Kat together. That's so surreal and so amazing because it's the first time you all met in person, right? And you all met through this podcast. Correct. Like, we would have never met each other if it wasn't this podcast. Like, you know, we would probably pass each other by at the convention and, like, you know, other people that were there just passing by you know it's crazy so cool cool. and how 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 was it like as in like did you guys spend like a good amount of time together yeah we ate dinner together we so we spent a good amount of time uh getting to know each other talking about the podcast talking about (laughs) y'all oh no oh no (laughs) That's so cool. That's so cool. That's like the coolest thing. Right, Dom? That's just like amazing. Yeah, definitely. Just bringing people together and people connecting over a show they love, but because they've, you know, listened to, like I always say, two silly idiots from the UK having a chat about it. And, you know, you guys have got to meet each other in person and it makes, it kind of makes the experience hopefully a little bit more comfortable for you. Although, you know, you're, you're meeting people you've not met before, but you kind of have an, a bit of knowledge of each other and, you know, can make the convention experience a bit better rather than being on your own. So that that's, it's so nice. It's, it's great to see. And I hope more of it happens, you know, as, as time goes on with this podcast. Well said, Dom. Well, Crystal, we need to talk about this episode because there's a lot. There's a lot that happened. There's a lot to unpack. And we saved it all for when you were here. <laughs> I figured. Because we didn't want to dare. We didn't want to touch it without you being here. Um, but Dom, you have your questions, of course. I'll do my questions. Let's do them very quickly. So I'll, I'll ask them. I'll answer them at the same time. And then I'll ask you to. I'll ask Simon first. Uh, and then I'll come to you, Crystal. Mine will be related to the episode. Yours don't have to be. Um, so here we go. Um, if you had to start a band with any of the main characters, who would it be? A maximum of two. I picked Jamie. Uh, what would your band name be? Uh, and we'd be called Turning Five. And if Peyton was your manager <laughs> and organising your rider, what one thing would you demand at each gig? And I picked a Wii. Of course. What else yeah. would we possibly need? So Simon, over to you. Uh, if you're starting a band, who's in the band with you? I don't want to be in the band, um, but 
if possible i want to remove myself but i would put uh bucko the clown in <laughs> yeah um can i just leave him there on his own it, and just well, call it <sighs> you're you're part of the band but you can just be oh, like you, you could be off stage he can be on stage Okay, well, I'd, I'd take Bucko and Deb and <laughs> just call it, we'll just call it Bucko. Nice. And on the rider will be, um, what would he want? Inflatable balloons. <laughs> Don't know. I've got so much to talk about with regards okay. to that storyline. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to Crystal. So, Crystal, who's going to be in your band? Um, I picked Jamie and Brooke and... Because nice. I had originally wanted like Haley and Mia because they can sing, but I cannot come up with a band name, so I'm gonna go with Jamie and Brooke, and we'll be called the Zeros. Because it's a check with all the Zeros, nice. and then um, I want Hot Cheetos at every mm-hmm. gig. There you go. That is yours and happening. Excellent. Well done, everybody. Good answering. Perfect. Okay. Well. Crystal, where do you want to begin? Who do you want to start with? Um, well, let's start with Buckle the Clown. That sounds good. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew this was coming. As soon as it was like, oh, it's the party. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's the clown. It's the clown. <laughs> so clowns kind of do freak me out a little bit. And I think it's what freaks everyone out, right? Is it's the... Uh, the painted constant smile right um am i right in that that's why clowns freak people out because they're made to look happy even when they're not yeah i think so so and then so the clown comes and then it just suddenly goes left and when i mean it goes left i mean we just get to a scene where deb's on her knees and the clown's blowing up like a massive penis balloon and then Dan knocks on the door. Like that's not even me adding any conjecture. That is like I'm narrating what happened in the scene. <laughs> so that was written on paper. It was like I the mean, Tim scene, wasn't it? In the but, bathroom. But Deb was unknowing in the Tim scene. This was happening in Tim's mind, not happening in both. It wasn't in both of their minds. True. This was I'm a clown. I'm going to inflate this balloon to look like my penis. And Deb's going to look impressed. <laughs> we're, we're making adult moves forward here. Dom, when you were seeing this, what, where did you think this was going to go? And what were you thinking at this point? Well, you were jealous of the clown, for one. Um, I mean, obviously. <laughs> uh, who wasn't? Um, but... I, I didn't really understand how she could make that assessment just from opening the door and seeing him. Just like, look at the size of his feet. And she just decided, this is it. Me me and the clown in the toilets at, at two. You know, that's that's what's going to happen. It was, it was Crystal, very, very unusual. <laughs> Crystal will cover your ears. She basically decided, I'm going to fuck this clown. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. <laughs> she was successful. Go deaf. <laughs> mission accomplished there you go. what what did you think crystal like about this storyline how do you feel about it um uh, not much like that i just uh was like 
oh, well, Haley hates clowns, so of course they have to make her uncomfortable. But I like how they made it like a comedic part of the show, of the episode. Yeah, they definitely, and it like the Tim thing from like season, I think that's season one still, late season one. Uh, yeah, it, they've turned it into comedic beat. Then Dan comes to the door and Dan is classic Dan. You know, I haven't seen Deb, you look awful, and I haven't seen a woman in nearly five years. You know, <laughs> it's classic Dan. And and then Bucko kind of squares up, and Deb says, you know, be careful, he's done time. And Bucko takes a moment and says, haven't we all? <laughs> so Bucko has also done time, which immediately, to someone myself that works in a profession where you have to DBS check everybody for criminal records. And I don't manage a clown like companies. Yeah. I don't provide clowns, but you know, I provide what work in the care industry. So how is this, how is this clown or this person, this professional, this performer able to work with children if he's done prison time? Dom, I'd like an answer. Uh, I just... Uh, Deb booked the clown. I think Deb has probably booked a gigolo and told them what to wear. Um, that's my only real assessment. Crystal, do you think... Well, how has this guy got around a, a criminal record check? Well, he probably didn't commit, like, a crime that was that... Like, that would endanger the children. He probably, like, maybe got just caught with, you know drinking and driving or something like that <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so as long as he's not driving the kids around that's fine exactly. maybe he's got unpaid parking tickets maybe let's hope it's not like gbh or something but <laughs> beat up another clown yeah but uh okay well anything else we need to say about about Bucko before we close that chapter forever Oh, Dom's got something. Do you? I, no, I just, I just, it was just so random, so random. But I've, I've actually got more to say about Dan and Deb, so I'll wait. I can wait for that. Okay. Well, I will just say on the Bucko the Clown situation, uh, taking being serious for a second, I think this does illustrate where the tone of the show has become and some of the differences. If you, if you could imagine back to season one. You would have never had that storyline happen. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because things have to grow and develop and evolve. Um, but it it does show how different the show has become. And a lot of it is like like in this episode as well. Like we'll, we'll talk about Jamie, I'm sure, in a second. Um, and he's great in this episode, but the whole tone is completely different like this show is more almost in the vein of i mean i don't know because i don't watch a lot of shows like this but it's almost like trying to be a uh more friendlier version of like a desperate housewives or something with everyone with the big houses and do you know what i mean i mean i haven't actually seen desperate housewives so yeah, maybe I, I i get what you mean like there's a there's an edge of um like sex in the city but in a yes. show that, and a show where it doesn't belong 
Yes, like a friend, yeah. like more of a kid-friendly version of Sex in the City sort of yeah, thing. It's, but it's it in is, the suburbs. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit weird. It's like we're gonna we're gonna throw some sexual references in and and some very awkward flirting that probably doesn't quite fit with the tone of the show that that we that we're used to. Yeah, yeah. What what do you think, Crystal? About the differences to how the show feels in season five compared to the earlier seasons. Yeah, it's definitely completely different. Uh, it's like they're being more daring in season five. Like they can get away with more things than maybe what they could back when the first show started, you know? Yeah, good point. They're sort of more rolling the dice here. Well, talk, talk to us about Deb and Dan then, Dom. Well, I just wanted to say that um, Dan has has tried really hard to kind of redeem himself with everyone. You know, he doesn't take the money from his um, kind of parole officer person, you know, that the the, the state owed him. You know, it's what he earned while he was working in prison. um, And he told that guy to keep it. He's really tried with um, Nathan. He's doing really well with Jamie. He's tried with uh, Lucas a little bit as well. And, And then we have an interaction with Deb where it's just, straight back to normal straight there's no redemption there's no attempt to try and be different there's i've got some drugs you could probably take you know there's there's throwing it straight back in her face and i actually found that quite surprising i thought we would have a moment of him saying hello deb i'm here to see my my grandson and this is what i want i i didn't think we'd go straight down the the bitchy road like immediately um so that was quite a surprise for me Yeah, I can see. It. I mean, maybe maybe they're throwing it in for comedy value because it's within that storyline. Like, I wonder if the Bucko thing hadn't, if the clown wasn't there, whether it would have been more of a dramatic appearance. But I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. It, Any it thoughts was, on? Yeah, it's just the same. It's the same kind of tone as the episode where they are like pranking each other continuously. Yeah. So it was the same. It was a similar vibe to that with those two. It's like those two have a little cutaway moment, and it's different. It's like a different universe, and then they go back to whatever they were doing before. You know, clowns in bathrooms. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doing clowns in bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we stick with Dan, and I guess I've got to keep it on you, Don, because Crystal, obviously, you and I already knew that this was coming. There's the big reveal at the end of the episode where Dan uh, shares with Nathan that his HCM is back. He's got a bad heart. He has six months to live. How do you feel about that, Dom? Do you think he's being sincere? Is this true? Is there something else going on? Like We need to know your immediate reaction as well as a prediction. Uh, I mean, when it, when he said it, it was a shocker. It was a surprise. And it was like, oh, you know, all of these things that he's trying to do, he's trying to, like, make up for the fact that he's going to die. And I, I think it is true. He doesn't lie to Nathan. He, he very seldom lies to Nathan. He's he's quite often honest with him um, and, and to the point. So I, I think if it was Deb or Karen or anyone else, he, he would bend the truth, you know, he would bend the truth or lie, outwardly lie. With Nathan, he's different. He doesn't quite do that. So I, I think he's telling the truth. I think he's on a clock. He's on a time limit. But this is building up to something I said ages ago 
where he's going to come out of prison or get out of prison because he's going to need a heart transplant. And I think I think we're on that path now. I think he's going to he's going to get a transplant like he's going to get a pig heart and then he's the pig skin and he's going to get thrown around by Keith, you know, that's <laughs> yes. sort of thing. So uh, I I think he's going to I think he's going to get a transplant. I don't think I still think Dan is a niner even with 6 months to live. Supposedly. Okay. Wow. Okay. And and Crystal, obviously I know you knew that that was going to happen in this episode. But how do you feel about that scene and how do you feel about Dan in in these moments? Mm, well, he's it definitely seems like he's telling the truth because he is trying to like redeem himself. Um Um, we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. because of I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. I'm scared to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it well, it is interesting. Saying, no he tells he tells like his son Nathan, like the one he's closest to. So it, it could be also he's just trying to like weasel his way back in that way. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, there is that as well. It's just it's the, the fact that he spent the whole um, episode trying to get to see Jamie on his birthday as well. It's like, th- this is going to be the last one I see. You know, if I'm, I've only got six months, I'm not going to make it to the next one. You know, unless I get the transplant, which is, you know, it's got to it's happen. Dan can't die. He can't. We can't get rid of Dan. Well, speaking of Dan or Paul Johansson, I sent it to Dom earlier, and Crystal, I don't know if you've seen this already on uh, social media, but he, Paul Johansson, has a film coming out in, like, next week with him and Bruce Willis, where Paul Johansson is playing the villain to Bruce Willis as the hero, which must be one of the last movies that Bruce Willis has filmed, because obviously... We know sadly that uh, he's he's not very well and that he's he's retired. Um, and I think it goes without saying that I, at least I can speak for Dom and I that we're super big fans of him and his work and like big part of our childhoods and uh, so much love and respect to him. But yes, a Paul Johansson movie. We're going to have to watch and podcast this. And it's a Christmas movie. He's wearing yeah. a Christmas outfit with like a machine gun in the poster. <laughs> Crystal, have you seen the poster or the trailer? I saw it. It looks really awesome. Like, that's a big time. Yes. Yes. Well, it's saying it's coming out in theaters or in the cinema. Uh, I don't think it's going to come out in the cinema here. Um, and Dom alluded it's probably going to maybe go like to Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. But once it's once it's out, once we've got it, we're going to have to watch along this bitch. Like everyone needs to be involved in this. Well, and when well, we got to podcast it. Well, if if maybe if we can't get everyone, why why don't we try and get Paul and watch it with Paul? Oh my god, <laughs> watch it with him. Yeah, you know my special Saturdays, but that I have with Paul anyway. Usual times, yeah. Why don't we? I'll just extend oh, that invite to you, dear. Simon, and maybe yeah. we can have some others join us as well. Shall I see if he's messaged me? I like reacted to his story, being like, "No, it looks 
awesome. I was going to say effing awesome, and then I was like, you know, no, I don't know. No, no response yet, but not yet. He doesn't follow me. He's taking a bit. Not yet. You don't follow him, though, do you? Yeah, yeah. I've got everything on mute, though, so I don't see anything that he posts. Give it time. (laughs) Give it time. Well, okay. So, should we move over to who, Crystal? Um... We can move over to, I guess, uh, was, I guess Brooke and, you know, Angie and Brooke. (sighs) Oh, Oh dear. Brooke, Brooke, Brooke. Now, Simon, tell us what you're thinking. (laughs) Famously, in Hollywood or in... I know they're not in Hollywood film sets, TV sets. They have uh, runners, right? People that literally are runners. They run and they get things and drinks or more coffee, Mr. Michael Murray. No problem. I'll run and get that. The people that Sarah shouts at. Yes. Yeah, yeah. when they don't bring... Yeah. When they bring her regular soda when she wanted diet, sunkissed. kiss doesn't just shout at them, spits at them, throws things at them, threatens them. Just general... Verbal to physical abuse. Violence, if anything. <laughs> Make Bucko the clown look like a lollipop lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the, I don't know if a lollipop lady is a British thing. That's a crosswalk guard. Mm. Yeah. Is that what they're called, Crystal? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Well, a crosswalk guard. I think mean, isn't that not what they it's called in America? Like we in the UK, we have a person usually called. It's usually that we call them lollipop ladies. It's usually a woman, but that's not. Yeah, uh, you know, not be gender specific here. There he is, um, <laughs> and they'll wear a complete yellow like shoulder to ankle fluorescent yellow jacket with a yellow hat. And they'll have a big stick and a sign that's also yellow. And when kids want to cross the street, they'll go into the middle of the road and go stop. And they'll stop the cars and the kids will walk across the street. That's a lollipop lady. What is your problem, Dom? Because they go like, you shall not pass. Right. (laughs) This is Sparta. You will not. (laughs) Do you have that out there, Crystal? Oh, yeah. We, We call them crossing guards. Yeah. Crossing guards. Yeah. There you go. What was the why did I bring this up? Um Oh Brooke. Right, so you have runners, right? Yeah. That run more coffee, Mr. Michael Murray. You know, water, whoever this, that and the other. Do you not think they could have got one of them runners to go and get Sophia Bush a strepsil? Just one time a throat <laughs> lozenger. One time a sip of water. Uh, some honey and lemon, just a little something to soothe, a little bit of whiskey. Do you need whatever you need? <laughs> or hey, why don't you <clears throat> clear your throat because it's driving me insane? Because insane. Did you every, you met a crystal right? Every conversation is better like when it's strained, right? <laughs> Chris Crystal, you met her in real life, I did, right? Yes. 
how did she sound? She sounds very similar to what she sounds on TV. Oh my god! <laughs> she needs a pat on the back. You know, when you're coughing and someone hits you on the back, maybe she needs it because nobody actually ever needs that. But maybe she needs it. You just see her and just, duh! I was doing you a favor. <laughs> Please, I want you to sound like season. I want you to sound like season one. <laughs> this is from Chad. <laughs> God, you took it too far. You took no, it too far. Never took, took it too far. far. <laughs> uh, Crystal, does it annoy you? Or am I being pedantic? I don't think it annoys me personally, just because I'm used to it. Like, I've, I've known that that's what her voice sounds like. So, not, not to me, I think. Okay, fair. Fair enough. I respect you enough to not press you on that. But Dom... Not you, I'll press you. Do you do you feel like she does it on purpose to make dramatic scenes sound more dramatic than they actually are and uses it as an acting crutch? Yes. Definitely. It's it's a it's a tool. It's a tool. It's 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 the only way of describing it. There, there's, I no, there, agree. there's there's no other way of describing it. This is what she does. I mean if if it works for some things, then fine. But I think it's being a bit laboured with One Tree Hill. Agreed. <laughs> Come at us. We we have a united front. This is where we're at. It's just our opinion, you know. But let's talk about her and Angie. Is Peyton? Um, like the most ungrateful person in the world because she's living in Brooke's house rent free, right? She's li- has a studio that's being rebuilt, which is um, let me say, uh, rent free. Um, and she likes sleeping. We all do. Um, mm. but she's. I just don't know if she has. Uh, what's the word? The whether she should what's the word whether she should be able to complain while she's getting all of these privileges well yeah i i think probably not i think she's she's getting a lot of stuff but you know people need their sleep at the same time so it's 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 difficult it's difficult to decide whether she there's like a sense of entitlement with her though isn't there um you know it's her friend the baby's stolen her friend away and she's not getting any sleep. So, mm-hmm. she's not happy. But, I mean, I can say from, you know, having a, a recent baby that <laughs> when I'm not, if I if it's not my turn to be with him, I have no problem being asleep. <laughs> Even with the noises happening. But, no, I get it. I get it. Um... Crystal, we get we get to hear about Mia off screen. The tour is going great. Her album's number two on iTunes. Um, how are you feeling about about Peyton and the record label? It's good for her. It's keeping her busy. She doesn't have much else going on. That's true. That's true. And I mean, there there's some awkwardness because. Lindsay's back and they have the conversation which is all centred around Jamie's fifth birthday party 
are you pro Lindsay Christie? Christie? <laughs> Crystal? <laughs> it just rhymed. Lindsay Christie? Crystal? Um, no. Not really. <laughs> I mean, she's just a newcomer. I, I I feel like when I first watched it, I was just like, oh, I don't. It just it was always supposed to be Peyton and Lucas, so she's just kind of in the way. Just a kestrel in the way, Dom. Is that how you feel? I I think Lindsay made the right decision. You know, in this episode, she's I'm I'm very much on her side with these things. You know, Lucas is obviously kind of subconsciously declared his love for Peyton continuously. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I'm on Lindsay's side and she made the right call. Drop the key off and, and get out of there. Get out of there like a kestrel out of town. <laughs> fly away. Fly, fly, fly away, little kestrel, fly away. <laughs> and, I mean, if we talk, go to, let's talk about Haley for a bit. <laughs> you laughed in the watch along when Dom was watching she Dom laughed at when she was helping she was helping Lucas get ready for uh you know what shirt is he going to wear to the party and Lucas says don't you have something else you should be doing you know like things with you know Jamie and whatever <laughs> she's like no it's fine and Yom just laughing because of his theory that she's a terrible mother. <laughs> Literally from the get-go in this episode, she she gets up, she says hi to Jamie and it's all nice. Deb comes in, it's like, okay, I'm absolved of having to take care of you now. <laughs> so, yeah, w- literally washing my hands of you. I'm going to go and see Lucas. She turns up at Lucas's and Lucas even says, uh, don't you have a five-year-old whose birthday is today? And she's like, yeah. yeah, but don't worry about that. I've got friend things that I need to do and I need to look after my friend. It's like, no, you need to look after your fucking kid and it's his birthday. Why are you here? And even the stuff that she goes around to say about Lucas being uncomfortable with Lindsay being around. Um, He even says, you know, we've gone through this like a number of times already. So she actively went out of her way on the day of her son's uh, only son's birthday to go and see her friend to discuss something that they've already discussed a number of times. So, you know, that could have been a phone call or another text. She didn't have to go around. So it just, proves a point doesn't it she just hates jamie or just she just at least she hates being a mother and spending time with jamie or at least yeah hates being tired and responsible yes him. yeah yeah crystal thoughts <laughs> well i agree I wasn't expecting you to. Well Well done, Crystal. Yeah, what give us some more. What is it? What do you think? Um just well, I don't know, just because I would think she'd be more involved in the planning process of the party. You know, she 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 didn't really help with with anything. And then she I get I feel like I guess Deb did all of it because she even ordered the clown. So yeah, she ordered her own male escort in shape of a clown. <laughs> so, Haley 
not even involved. And even the best the gift that Jamie got came from skills, right? Through that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, 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 the one person that was nervous about the whole party situation because he doesn't feel like he's welcome in the house anymore got him the thing that he really wanted, like truly wanted. And played except, with him. Except for Dan coming round. Yes. Well, and Dan gave Jamie Nathan's old jersey, which was a nice touch, which goes to show... Now, that gift didn't cost Dan anything, right? But it mm. meant more than other things. And, like, you know, a Wii, like, video game consoles have a short life, don't they? Until the next... Every five, six years, the next iteration comes out. The PlayStation a million is going to come out you know it just <laughs> it just keeps revolving but something that has some sentimental value there's no price attached to it um and so that gift was meaningful mm-hmm. and uh but to bring it back to skills for a second he had some great moments in these in this episode and then some very poorly aged Moments. So he had good moments with the Jamie stuff and confronting Nathan and or speaking to Nathan and Haley about feeling a bit excluded or because he had done wrong and feeling guilty and and sort of reconciling that situation. That's all really good. And then on the other side, he has the whole sort of stuff with mouth of oh look at your girlfriend's underwear and oh she's a virgin and this that and the other and we overheard and it's a bit like. Mm. This is this I don't this stuff wouldn't fly now. Or if it was written into a show now, that would be pointed at as being uh wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't Did worry you guys. Do you wanna come to your podcast didn't just break, it's not buffering. <laughs> We're just airing some silent Dom. Uh, there's there's definitely things in there that are very outdated um and yes i think uh probably a bit too chauvinistic um, yeah nowadays so yeah it wouldn't i don't think it would make it in unless his character was um you, you know intended to be like that and and i don't think skills would be in the world now yeah and Crystal, we get like um, Millie struggling with the boys with Junk and Fergie and Skills and uh, kind of trying to work that whole thing out. And then it ends with her coming in with the beer and the pizzas and them having the water fight, which is a great moment. Like, I really enjoyed that. And that sort of played for comedy, but also um, her really putting effort in and them appreciating that and then hopefully gonna compromise the other way and respect her uh how did do you enjoy do you enjoy that those moments in that storyline uh not really i don't i don't understand why she would want to move in with a group of guys (laughs) and then um but i do like i did like when she showed up with the with the water guns and the pizza trying to get them to accept her it was nice that was fun but I still don't understand why she so do you... want to do that is she in a separate room or is she in the same room as Mouth 
I think she's with Matt. I don't think that's established. Yeah, I thought that was implied, but... Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Because there's like, is there like an infinite number of rooms in this place? Because we never actually really see... We we see like Mouth's room, don't we? Uh, well, yeah, that... skills is, but that's it. So there must be four rooms. Minimum. Junk and Fergie live there too. Yeah. Unless they're bunk bedding. Yeah. It would seem, <laughs> seem odd. I bet I don't know. Dunk, but okay, well... I bet Duncan Furry are, like, in the same room. And then Skills is by himself. And then Mouth and Millie. Yeah. So three, three rooms. I mean, still, that's a big apartment, but... Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you, so do you think that Millie and Mouth should have moved out of that apartment and just got their own place if they are going to live together rather than putting it on the other guys i think so well i i see for me i i thought millie was moving in but it wasn't a, i'm moving in with you mouth I, I didn't think they were in the same room i i thought they were in separate rooms because of her whole situation she's like i, I want to live there because it's somewhere to live and it's quick and easy for me to arrange but it's not together right Right, That's right, right. that was my th- thought behind it, but yeah, no idea really. <laughs> okay, and and then we've got Lucas. Lucas is trying to to get back with Lindsay. It doesn't work out. Lindsay leaves, and then he ends up with Brooke coming over, and she's doing her sketches, and he's with Angie, the baby. And it's feeling comfortable. Yeah, I, I mean, he even points out the the kind of bizarre nature of it all. You know, did you think you'd be sitting here with a? You know, I, I think Brooke sort of points it out, and and he sort of carries it on, doesn't he? Saying that we didn't think we'd be sitting here, you know, together, you doing your designs and stuff, and you having a baby, and me being a basketball coach, and just all these elements that they kind of. Um, thrown in on their unusual path and they talk about it being easier when they were 16 um but suddenly you know but when you're 16 obviously it feels like everything's impossible so um it it was quite interesting um I just don't understand why Brooke has a kid and why they just palmed this child off on her and and left it just doesn't make sense to me I'm not really enjoying the the storyline um and yeah, I just I think Lucas is just becoming part of the wet blanket brigade again, unfortunately. Well, Crystal, what do you how do you feel about Brooke having Angie and and that storyline? Mm, I'm not a big fan of it either. Kind of weird. She would want that at such a young age too, you know. <sighs> mm. And you know another line that I I didn't like it was uh, look at me I'm so Angelina was so like mm, yeah I was so glad no, you said that I was going like to say it as that. well it was awful what an awful line what an awful thing to say the, yeah. the baby that is ill that you're looking after that is there for some surgery is not an accessory yeah it, it was bad it was bad I didn't like it. just the whole storyline is bad don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Don't like him. Yeah. 
it i i don't know what i don't know how what the um like the the best uh comparison is because i don't it's not like shows like f would be really good at this she would know <laughs> for the shows but it's like we're now to an extent watching a show about super rich privileged white women and there are shows about that and i like like sex in the city is a great example of that but they're like more suburban versions and sometimes with the real lives or the real housewives or the real something of yeah but it (laughs) but it is it is isn't it and like i like i'm not meaning it to be like it's just like rich white women but it also but it is there's not even there's no like diversity there's not like we have one person that's not super well off like even like mouth and them are still in like you know a decent place and they still you know i i I don't know i we i'm conscious that i don't want to keep going too deep in on season five because i don't want to (laughs) alienate people that love it and and i love it too um but looking at it in this detail and having these conversations we have to just be honest with some of these things um Mm. you know but have have we have we touched on pretty much most of their points and if not we can cover it in uh in uh in judgments but there's not like a character we've not spoken anything about is there crystal no the only thing that i did want to say is that um this is kind of like a goof on them when they when they did this this episode and it's jamie's fifth birthday and so Jamie, if you remember in season four, he was born like on graduation day or something like that. So like basketball season should not be going on. <laughs> That's like, that was a goof on their part. That's the other thing I wanted to say. Uh, the old timelines labyrinth of One Tree Hill doesn't work out again. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Well, okay. Well, anything we haven't touched on, we will uh we'll get to in judgments i also just realized there was no cue in this episode he, uh, he does get mentioned but he, he doesn't feature doesn't feature yeah and that's it i think everyone else, oh no ferret face yeah thank god <laughs> So yeah, well, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and what yeah. dom how could you not seriously if you didn't go look at yourself in the mirror for as long as you listen to this podcast and think about your life <laughs> check us out support us ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but crystal they also Let's. go through ravenshoops.net crystal we start with you with you as our glorious guest who was your favorite performer of this episode? Performer, I'll go with um, Sophia Bush. Just because. Okay. Wait, performer. No, 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 no. Favorite performer would be Antoine because he had a, he had a good range. Like he had he had a lot of scenes in this episode, and and um, he did it really well. I mean, I know like you said, there were some lines that were. You know, not you know, kind of dated. There was actually a line that I didn't enjoy when he said it, um, which was the 
I guess he asked Jamie what he wanted for his birthday, and he was like, uh, or I don't, I can't really remember, but I think he said, he said, do you want a, a, a hot girl that kisses other hot girls? It's just uh, and, like not inappropriate for a five to tell that's a five year old. That was kind of, but I mean, I know that that's one to say that or whatever, but, but yeah, I think Anton, Anton was, was my favorite. Just he, he had a lot of episodes and he did it really well. Like, you know, speaking his heart out to um, Haley and Nathan, like you know, I'd give my life for that boy, and and then also, you know, just funny, just talking to Mal. Just, he had a good ring. Yeah, good points. I like that. I like that line as well. That I, you know, I'd give my life for that boy. That was that was a good line, and you can tell that he meant that sentiment. So, yeah, good choice, Dom. Well, I, I picked kind of Antoine's opposite number for this episode, and I picked uh, the kid that plays Jamie as my favourite performer. I, I thought he did a really good job, and he had a, a, quite a few different touch points, and, yeah, he he seems to be quite quite standout in this episode. So, yeah, I went with him. And what about Jackson, you, son? His name's Jackson. Jackson will do. Uh, nice, good choice. Uh, he didn't have as much screen time... But I have to go with Mr. Johansson for the last scene. Um, I thought, I oh, just delivers it so well in that beautiful Paul Johansson voice. Dom, tell me in that voice one time that you've got six months to live, please. Uh, Simon, uh, I've got something to tell you. It's um, <laughs> important. I have six months to live. Yeah, you, oh. <laughs> when you do it, you're always doing. He does like the Dan voice, and you do like the Paul. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you a fun story voice. You know, like I'm telling you something funny about how they wanted my hair in this episode voice, which I love. <laughs> well, good. Well, Crystal, who was your favorite character of this episode? I'm gonna go with Brooke, just because you know she's really trying to adjust to her life with Angie. She's really trying. And for her to do that, that's that's really nice. Nice. Dom? Well, you said you don't want to crap all over season five, so I'll do it for you. Um, picking a favourite character is really difficult, so I've decided to call this little moment pick the character that annoys me the least. And wow. in this episode, it was Skills, so I gave it to Skills. What wow. about you, Simon? <laughs> wow. We've driven him here. What's going to happen in season seven? <laughs> Liverpool for you. <laughs> <laughs> season seven will be the best one. I know it. I just know it. I just know it. My oh, eyes God. twitching thinking about it. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the switch is back. I'm going to go with Lucas. <sighs> Honestly, that's such a bad choice. <laughs> He was so fucking irritating in this You're episode. You're not allowed to do that. Okay, You're not sorry. you have to respect my choices, my boundaries. I don't have and, to. <laughs> and my beliefs and morals. Yes, you do. Okay. Yes, you do. Okay. Or we'll do it. Yeah, Lucas. <laughs> Crystal. You're not even convinced. <laughs> Crystal. Who what was your who's your favorite background performer Dom one line or less uh, I couldn't find 
anything. So I'm just going to go with one of the kids at Jamie's birthday party. Nice. nice. Good choice. Dom? Um, uh, I went for, there's three people playing Frisbee when Gills and Peyton are walking across that wooden bridge. Um, and there's a guy in a green shirt with his back to us. And he's pretty good. He's pretty good at catching. And he's quite cocky about the catching. And when he throws it to someone in a blue shirt, they drop it. I think he laughs at them. So I picked that guy. Wow. He was more entertaining than majority of the plot line of this episode. So, yeah, go for it, Simon. Who is yours? I like that. Took this one serious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was also just one of the shitty kids at the party. The, the... <laughs> that party was awesome, by the way. What a great I'm, party. I'm joking. I I love kids. Just not other people's. <laughs> just mine. Just my one. Um, nice. Crystal, what was your favourite line of this episode? This one was hard too, so I'm going to go with the funny one, the one where um, Dan is like, wow, incredible or amazing, and I've barely seen a woman in here. That was fun. It's a classic Dan burn. And Dom? I tried to pick more of a serious one. I tried to pick one out of the Lucas Brook scene near the end. So I went with something Lucas said, which was, I tried to appreciate the things I took for granted. Uh, I think we have to go through all that stuff to get to the place we want to be. So that's what I went for. And what about you, Simon? The same one. Clown's got a huge slong. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, your one. The one you said. That was my one. I mean, that's a very, that's a very Simon type, thing like that's a very me type thing not to say but how i would feel that you know you have to go through these things to get to these other things so Mm -hmm. oh f's coming in with the wine though in the judgments let me just throw it out yes please okay wine (laughs) can we get a wave f you wave to the camera wave to crystal you wave to crystal right now (laughs) (laughs) thank you Love you, know. You go. Okay. Yes, please. It's going out to thousands of people there. Okay. Oh. No, none for you, Dom. Sorry. Nothing. Nothing for me. Empty glass for me. Um. Yeah, I love that line. I think it's a really good one. It's very One Tree Hill. So, yeah. Crystal, what was your favorite song of the episode? Everything's Magic by Angels and Airwaves. Nice. I feel like Dom's also chosen that. No, Dom picked Hometown Glory by Adele, which is the song playing at the end of the episode. Okay. Well, I wanted to pick the one that's before the one at the end. So we all know the music, when we don't know what to say, we just say it's the one at the end. But there's actually one where I feel like it's probably a John Nordstrom one because there was no... uh, no vocals i think it was just like piano but it was really good and it was just uh i really enjoyed that like i need to find what that was um we'll put it down to john yeah put it down to johnny johnny boy john o kestrel (laughs) (laughs) so last but not least is the precious precious rating Crystal, for the first time, you've never been here for a rating. And now we're putting that to bed. 
It's Bucko the Clown time. Did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yes. And has it increased, decreased, or just stayed the same? same. Dom, same questions. I had a number and it has stayed the same. And you, Simon? I had a number and it's decreased by one. Oh. Here we go. After three. One, two, three. Five. Six. Six. Oh, Crystal. I can't believe it either. Wow. Do you know what? I was going to say five originally. Like when I watched when I watched it earlier, I was thinking this is a five. This is a bang on five. The dance scene at the end, the dance scene at the end, made me think it was a six. Yeah, wow. it was the the revelation. At, uh, the rest of the episode was pants, but the the Dan moment pants. at the end, yeah, pants. The Dan moment at the end made me think. Well, actually, yeah, this was this was a good build up, hopefully, to something amazing happening. So that's why I went for a six. Crystal, wow. Amazing. Crystal, would you would you well Simon? No, let's go to Crystal. Crystal, would, Crystal would, would you like to explain yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh I just feel like there wasn't much going on in this episode. I know it was um I mean it was it was a fun episode and I am very happy to move to a six. because um, I'm happy to go to a five. <laughs> no, you cannot change your mind. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Whoa. Um, just because you know I obviously love Winter Hill um, yeah I just don't think there was very much going on in this episode but you know buckle, buckle up now I can go to a six if <laughs> you get it on with a clown you've got to be worth an extra point <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so so we're happy to call this one a six. Yes, let's do it. Then it's in the it's in the history books, the record books. Don would have you have you updated the spreadsheet already? Not yet. Not he yet. doesn't. Not yet. He will. He will. So all that's left to say is, Crystal. I hope you know how much we love you, appreciate you. Fuck, Luna just bashed through the door. Um. <laughs> Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for being so awesome. And as always, we really love having you on the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. It's It's been brilliant to finally have you on again. And uh, you always bring uh, something new uh, to the table. And I was not expecting you to pick a lower number than us this time but yeah it's great to have you uh, on the episode as always and I can't wait to see you in season 6 which means all that's left to do Crystal is for you to pick what accent impression that Dom will do our Ravens call on to end the episode oh yeah I forgot about this part um... everyone <laughs> everybody stop everybody stop listening by now <laughs> Hours ago. Um, <laughs> can we do Irish? I like Irish. An Irish accent. We can do Irish. Um, okay. 
I tell you what, we'll, we'll do. Are you ready to do Ravens on Tree? No. We are, but I've also decided that you've decided on questions and things that we've added to the podcast. I've decided just now on a new rule that when you get given your impression or accent or whatever it's going to be, before you do the Ravens call, you have to do a line from the episode we just watched in that accent. You can choose which line. Jesus. Why don't why don't I do my favourite line from yes. the episode? Well, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Seeing as I've got it written down. Um, <laughs> I try to appreciate the things I took for granted. I think we have to go through all that stuff to get to the place we want to be, don't we? Don't we? Just <laughs> now, we'll do it together on tree. Ravens on tree. One. Yeah. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Three. Ravens. 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 <laughs>